free party. It's tough being <laughs> humble after a uh, after an awesome set when you're just like, it Mate, is. You just got fucking uh, however many songs in this set to the face. That's what you guys. Ah, uh, well said, sir. Well said. That's exactly, that's exactly the point. It's hard being humble when you do such a good job. Like it's like it's in especially in the music field. Yeah, but in a way, like I remember when you and I played together. It was it was never like, yeah, we are fucking awesome like come get this it was more like mate that was a such a fun set to do and uh you can definitely yes. tell that, that just like uh just like that that you just, people just got it to the face uh in that set it was just oh like, they certainly did you just felt like that you just left an impression and that's the that's an awesome feeling when you're just like mate we made somebody's night just then oh uh, mate, we certainly did and you and i in particular sir like um i remember uh one of our god what's john and gray's mum's name alkia alkia yeah i think it's alkia yeah I remember like one of her comments um, one time where she said it was like a wall of man, this powerhouse wall of man. I was like, ah, mate. Because she, she meant it in a, in a very complimentary way. It was just like so, like just so much just like, not test. I mean, I guess she's talking about testosterone, but just like, but also just like, you know, finely uh, tuned testosterone and like, you know, and like sexy and all that stuff. And I was like, anyway, that's what I took away from it. Cause you know, she did, she, she told me she really meant it in a really positive way. And like, you know, well, what she, it. that's weird. Cause what she said to me was, she said, I had the wrong, uh, sons. <laughs> <laughs> You're the boys for me, Pat and Nick. <laughs> no, lots of love to uh, John and Gray. Absolutely. You wouldn't yes. have, uh, any better Milton's, uh, any better milk? No, true, true. <laughs> uh. Pre-party. Hello, friends. My name is Patrick Little, and welcome to A Little History, the show that takes a look at human history a little differently. I'm an ancient history major and an all-round nerd for all things history. I love telling stories, talking shit, and cracking beers. So won't you join me as I present some of the well-known and not-so-well-known stories of our history. Sometimes I have a guest coming in cold, and sometimes it's just you and me. This first season, The Mythology Apology, we'll be looking at some of the stories that we have been telling each other for thousands of years. A look at the mythology and folklore from many of our cultures. Stories that seek to explain everything from the world around us, warnings against messing with the higher powers, or sometimes just for the sheer entertainment. So settle in, drink them if you got them, get ready to laugh, and hopefully learn something new about the glorious mess that is our history. With a little shit talking and silly sound effects as well. Oh, we don't miss a thing, you bastards. I'm sharing my office with a baby. You know what, what I've already been through, yeah, right, I'll probably just do that. And he kicks you in the water. That's out of order. I'm no detective, but I think they've actually had us on, yeah? How did we get to a shirt shitting on people? I know, she's probably got a magic vagina or something which keeps you distracted, but f- we're confident over here, Dad. <laughs> it's not doing <laughs> shit for us. <laughs> I'm going to make a little frog do the bread times. But unfortunately, Gina Davis isn't rocking any of those skills. <laughs> and she's, she's killed pretty soon. Now, are you looking to shift the cat's allegiance? Go for good grand hand. Put the bags away. We're not going anywhere now. <laughs> you think in one of those 20 heads, you'd have a freaking good idea. But no. I mean, they've got parties with boxes, people eating semen. This is just a riot. They said I was mad. They said I was mad when I did that. <laughs> but I showed them. Who's mad now? <laughs> now kill him and take his foot. I'm a walking zombie burner.
Welcome back, everybody, to a little history podcast. On this, the finale episode of season one, a mythology apology. Uh, yes, welcome, welcome. We're happy to have you. Uh, we are diving in to the or the continuation of the story of Jason and the Argonauts and their mission to uh, recover the legendary Golden Fleece. And on board, as always, for this story is uh, one of my best friends, Nicholas Lee Murphy, and uh, frontman, founder for the band The Filthy Darlings. Uh, welcome, Nick. Hello. How are you doing, bud? Oh, very good, sir. Very good. Lovely. And also, Patrick Little, one of my best friends, too. The best of friends. If oh, not my you. best friend. Oh, boing flip. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> See, I one-upped you. I said, you Back are at my you, best sir. friend. Well, look at you. Well, now I kept you I kept you wondering. You're like, where do I stand in the rankings? Oh, I don't need to know. Nope. I'm happy I got the one-up. It's a sliding scale. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> looking down. Uh, yes, yeah, no, very good, sir. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm in, I'm in a good mood. I've had a lovely day with my, with my family. And, uh, yes, a good gig last night. And now I can just chill out and hang with you. Well, mate, now you get to hang out with your uh, your internet family. Your, yes, your, your listeners worldwide, across the globe, international, around the globe. Well, to all of you in internet, dim, you stink. I can smell St- you. Stinky people in Cyberland hasn't gone unnoticed to Nick. <laughs> Uh, so we're uh, as as we know we're jumping back into the, the 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 tale of Jason and the Argonauts. I just wanted to get your thoughts so far, Nick, on what you what you reckon about uh, about what's going on with these heroes and uh, and their journey and their their <laughs> I guess what they've done. Look, so uh, obviously um, Jason, right? He's the hero. He's the main one. <laughs> Very likable. <laughs> he's 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 really he really has done his mustard hasn't he he really has shaken the foundations stirred the applesauce put in the wrong ingredients and come up with these argonauts five minutes later and uh we lost one of the other main heroes a little while ago to off on his other quest young heracles and I feel I feel like you've retained very little information from the previous shows, but <laughs> mate, this will make for fantastic listening. <laughs> Am I so damn transparent? Well, you were like a uh, a cheap glass window, <laughs> sliding door. Everyone's like, we know what's on the other side, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that was like in year nine history class. Like, uh, Nicholas, please, uh, please give me your um, assessment of last night's readings on Jason the Argonauts. Well, w- w- what's it about, really? <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> Going out there and getting his gold? Like, why the golden fleece? Why isn't it? Why isn't it a silver, sh- a silver sheep cloth? You know what? You know why? You know. And another thing. Why do they get rid of Heracles? It just does me in. I, I look honestly. I got that far, and uh, and yeah, teacher. I, I must say, I really must say that I just I just can't put up with them. I, I do not support this. Although I do support you, like, sir. Oi, and Jason, Jason, and the Argonauts. I think. What does he need him? He doesn't need him. Jason, <laughs> Jason by himself. 
Jason doing his <laughs> his 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 quest of finding the thing uh, by himself. The Argonauts, more like the Arga. No thanks, not needed this time. Thanks, miss. I believe yeah, exactly. I've made my point. <laughs> like, uh, exactly. Nicholas, you've just jumbled around the title of the the topic <laughs> and question really strange. Am, am I to assume that my elaborate bluff has failed? <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, well then. All right. No. Look. I. Um. Okay. What? Where? Just give me a quick. Um. You know. Sort of. That's where all we right. Got up well, to, that, that's what's coming on here. But first, uh, here's your first warning, listeners, to like and subscribe the show if you haven't already. Give us a like. A uh, and let us know. Uh, what's going on with you by hitting us up on the Facebook and the Instagram uh, via a little history podcast or email us at a little history podcast at gmail.com and tell us what's up. Uh, tell us what you what you reckon of the series, how, we, how we've gone, what you reckon of us. Tell us anything, really. Should be fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm sure you guys are keen for this. Nick is keen for it because we're going to get into the recap. Recap. Ah, lovely. Yes, and so to recap, <laughs> our heroes have finally made it into the Black Sea, the other side ah. of which lays the kingdom of Colchis. Uh, after their escape from the Smash Time Rocks, Jason has a crisis of confidence and he gets the blues. Uh, but the crew all cheer him on and uh, it appears he gets his mojo back, so that's pretty good. Uh, but after stopping off to build an altar to Apollo on a desert island at the behest of Orpheus the Muso, the Argo continues on and lands in the territory of the Marian Dini, where they are welcomed by their king, Lycus. Uh, now, Lycus loves the crew, uh, and uh, particularly because of the time that they smashed up the Babrissians and killed their king, Amicus. And, and it's, it's, as a result of this, he treats them super well. Uh, Polyjuices, who beat Amicus to death, that little boxing dick, uh, beat him to death uh, in a boxing match, is worshipped as a god for his trouble. And uh, so mm. not a bad outcome, uh, and not a bad mm. outing, uh, except for the Argo's legendary helmsman, Typhus. He falls ill and dies, and the prophet Idmon, uh, he gets on the bad end of a random crazy boar attack and is also killed. Uh, but it's not all bad because the crew take on Lycus's son, Daskalus, as a thanks uh, for the Argonauts uh, beating up the Vibrissians. And uh, Ancaeus, he takes the helm of the Argo and uh, because obviously Typhus is dead uh, and, he, and he decides, I'll take the helm and I'll steer the Argo as they continue on their quest. Now, after an encounter with the ghost of a hero and a stealth mission past the main port of the super warlike Amazons, the Argonauts land on the island of Ares and manage to fight off a fierce attack by the birds of Ares. Or as Nick likes <laughs> to say, the birds of Ares! They make their way to the shore... And are met by some shabby individuals. <laughs> I go to the birds of Aries. Right, there we go. So, yep. So they're they 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 they're at the shore, and they've been confronted by some weird, destitute-looking blokes. Uh, and so, let's jump in. All right, all right. The crew of the Argo would naturally be on edge after fighting actually, those sorry, crazy. Sorry, so I'll just cut. I'll just what? I'll just I'll just, just going to interrupt you, actually. Oh please, yeah. Because um, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'd forgotten where we were up to because I'd also watched I think I told you I watched the movie and uh, I got so confused in terms of like where we were up to and where, where I, 
the movie, like what I'd seen of the movie. It was, yeah, of the one the from 1965. Is that the one yeah. that I was... Um, Mate, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the 60, one. If it's not... Yeah, let us know in the comments what year it is. Uh, I've got it there somewhere, but I have been posting photos from it. But that movie is... I was confused watching that movie because I mm. was reading the story. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? No. Like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, I- Obviously, the movie shows Hera being like, Jason, are you are my man. I'm going to do a lot of stuff for you. You have to put ahead of me on the boat and I'll talk to you. You're like, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, like, it's, no? Yeah, it's quite... <laughs> quite, quite yeah, wouldn't, right, a th- wouldn't Athena be like ah bitch that's my boat you fuck off now it's my boat <laughs> if anything my my head's on that like yeah it was uh, it was very strange but uh, I wouldn't be too Certainly. worried about being confused about what happens in that movie thank you sir that's right, Hollywood, Hollywood taking some liberties right there yeah uh, but yes some so, effects yeah well for the time I was like damn that's actually pretty good <laughs> That's pretty oh, I mean, no, look, I, I, I admit that, sorry, they, they may have come off, yeah, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed just the, um, you know, the artistic sort of, uh, you know, like, way in which they actually did things, you know, that's, that, that's like, that's like proper art, you know what I mean, with, with like, cinematography and, like, utilising camera angles and depth of field and blue, you know, green screens or whatever, it's fantastic. Well, yeah, well, that's like, that's like uh, the guy who, um, I, uh, help me out with the name, the director who did, like, you know, a lot of the Transformer movies and stuff like that. Who's just like yeah. I'm gonna make everything explode? <laughs> like I just want massive explosions and all that. And you're like, it, so- all it right. sounds like J.J. Abrams, not J.J. Abrams, or is it? Uh, no, no, no. Um, no, J.J. Abrams is alright, isn't he? Um, oh, it's the other guy. This is it's a similar guy. Michael know. Bay. Michael Bay. Oh, like, that's the like, guy. You know what? Oh, you know dear. what? Is this oh, a love dear. scene? I think it is actually. You know who, what's going to happen? Is it another explosion? It's another explosion! Watch out! I'm Michael fucking Bay. I'm coming at you. Like, oh, damn. Like, shit. So, so she kisses the robot, and the robot explodes, and then she explodes, and then Optimus is about, and he's wondering why is she exploding, and he explodes. Make sure you really speed this up really quickly right now, because he's going to race really quick across the world and go back in time, and then he's actually going to explode upon them. All right, now to cut that. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Shit. And back to the story. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, interesting movie, guys. Uh, but I wouldn't... <laughs> interesting, uh, to say the least. Yep, there it is. And so, uh, so the crew of the Argo would naturally be on edge after fighting off those crazy birds. The birds are about it. And uh, the sight of four destitute-looking dudes doesn't really help their mood. Uh, but the but the four blokes, uh, you know, weren't really in the mood to fight, and uh, you know, to be honest, they didn't really look like they'd hold up very well, like hold their own very well. Uh, anyway, uh, such was their plight. Um, but one of the shabby-looking blokes steps forward and is like, "Oh, whoever you are, we've been here for ages, and those birds are very a shit. <laughs> we've been hiding from those wing dicks, and since we've since we were shipwrecked here, oh, I reckon Zeus, the Beholder, the Almighty." <laughs> Must be looking after me and my kin. Can you help us out with some pl- some supplies and shit? Anything really? Like, oh, we're drowning here. And Jason, 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 leader of the Argonauts, uh, he steps yeah. forward and uh, with an Apollonius uh, Apollonius quote: uh, "All these things will we straight away grant you with right goodwill. But come, tell me truly, in what country do ye dwell?" And what business bids you sail across the sea 
and tell me your own glorious names and lineage, end quote. So like, yeah, pretty stand up of Jason being like, mate, uh, yeah, of course we'll give you all the shit you need. But first of all, who are you blokes and where do you come from? And how did you come to be stuck on this shit island? Logical questions, really. Well, I imagine like Ares at this point, he's like, mate, what's your fucking tongue, mate? I've got more than the birds of Ares uh, up my <laughs> a- <laughs> in my arsenal to throw at you. So don't you be talking smack about my island, buddy. Uh, you just keep that on un- the leash. He's like, all right, Ares, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. I'm just got- I just got a but bit you- too big for riches. You're not saying it right. It's the birth of Ares. <laughs> sorry. My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, but ab- imagine if you were like a, a destitute looking bum like these four blokes are. And Jason's like, tell me about your own glorious names and lineage. You're like, fuck, you better be like, what if you're like Frank who like, you know, just like rode mm. the boat and then got shipwrecked. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm nobody actually. I got a glorious li- oh. uh, name or lineage. No, mate, you you feel pretty uh, just uh, what's the word like just insignificant, I guess, compared to these other heroes. Well, um, it's yeah. it's actually a pretty good thing because the destitute fellow is overjoyed and he introduces himself as Argus, Argus. not to be confused with the uh, shipbuilder of the Argo. He conf- uh, he introduces himself as Argus and his companions mm. Melus. Uh, Kytosaurus, or Kytosaurus, mm-hmm. sorry, Kytosaurus, and Frontus. As opposed to the dinosaur Kytosaurus. Yeah, that's exactly it. He goes, not that one, the one that everyone knows. I'm the other one. <laughs> You've seen the Kytosaurus, haven't you? I yeah. probably have. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a giant kite. Ah, and fantastic. Well, he goes, I'm definitely not a kite, everyone. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a shabby looking man. Uh,. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Argus explains that they uh, were shipwrecked while journeying to Orchimenus, that is in a settlement. For uh, More importantly, for our story, that is, is that Argus tells Jason that they are the sons of Phrixus. Phrixus. Now, if you recall all the way back to part one of, of this story, being episode 25, Phrixus was one of the kids who escaped the dodgy stepmom who was trying to murder him and his sister, Hela. Now, as they flew across the ocean on the back of a golden ram, Hella fall, uh, fell off and drowned in what is now known as the Hellespont. Uh, Phrixus mm. had no worries about leaving her to her fate, it seems. Shit, brother. And continues on to the distant land of Colchis, where he now chills oh. in the house of Aetes. Aetes! And he marries um, um, Aetes' daughter, Calciope. Calciope! What happens to Hella? She drowned. She dead. <laughs> That's why she's called the Hellespont. Oh, oh yes, yes. You get, said it, that. get on the stick, Nick. Get on the stick. I just, <laughs> look, I was, I was um, trying to see how I could work in the words Hella fella, but I um, uh, I guess that's it. That's <laughs> she it. She didn't have a Hella fella to save her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she had a Hella fella down. Just say that. <laughs> Yes, there we go. Anyway, you might be able to add some sort of like good general comedy there. That was that yeah. was golden. Knocked uh, one so- up for me, one <laughs> for Nick. <laughs> and so when Phrixus makes his way to the house of Aetes, he marries the daughter of Aetes, whose name is Calciope. And mm. making uh, lots of sexy time happen, uh, they give yeah. birth to Argus, Melus, ah. Kytisaurus, and Frontus. So that making them the grandchildren of King Aetes of Colchis. Kytosaurus and Frontosaurus? 
God. Mate, you're you're an affront <laughs> to Saurus to this story. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> they, you should, they shouldn't have names which rhyme with dinosaurs. They well, should be uh, a... <laughs> no. I'm good it's a good thing I don't have to mention them too much in this story because then we make these silly dinosaurs. No, we, won't, we won't get very far, will we? <laughs> Old Frontos Frontosaurus and Kytosaurus. They used to play together in the fields. Frontosaurus would try to reach the branches, but unlike the Brontosaurus, was unusually small, and so could only reach the grass, and didn't really grow as much as one would think. You know, eating grass all his life, he became quite stringy and lanky. Five minutes later, Kytosaurus would try to soar and use his kite-like face. <laughs> Okay, go on. Imagine the leaves on the branches being like, oh, there's a kite brushing up against me. He's like, I'm a kytosaurus. I'm a get you. (laughs) This kite is just, it doesn't even have a mouth, guys. And the other leaves like, hey, shit. Hey, shit. It's just really bothersome. It's a good thing Frontosaurus is really short because this kite guy is useless. Useless Kytosaurus. He's actually tickling me. Look, he's tickling me, Gary. We're ticklish leaves. It's, I'm Kytosaurus. I'm going to gobble you. But I don't have a mouth. Anyway, inept... <laughs> inept, inept dinosaurs that did never, ever exist. Uh, but the good yeah. thing is, is that these or children... Yes. Uh, yes. Anyway, it looks like uh, yeah, it's a good thing that uh, that um, that Jason has found uh, these these four grandchildren of King Aetes of Colchis because that's exactly where he's headed. He needs to get to it needs to get to Colchis, so it's not a bad thing to rock up with the uh, the lost uh, grandchildren of the kings. So you're feeling pretty good about that one. So at this point, the pennies dropped for Jason that the reason uh, Amphidamus was urging them to land on the island, as in the island of Ares, was uh, after hearing it from Phineas, was in order to find these shipwrecked nobles. So everyone cheers, and the sons of Phrixus are clothed, and uh, you know they make a quick sacrifice at the altar of Ares on the shit island, and Jason loudly pronounces that the sons of Phrixus are welcome into the crew, and also it would be awesome to take the Golden Fleece back to Iolcus. All this and more, he proclaims to Zeus in front of the crew. The crew, yeah, the group are just like, ah, mate, uh, you reckon you should openly be declaring your intentions to, uh, you know, the close relatives of the king whose fleece you mean to steal? Uh, It doesn't sound super smart there, Jason. Nay. But uh, I'm Jason, I guess. So I've got nothing (laughs) funny to contribute. Go on. I'm a likable guy. I'll say what I like. Uh, but Argus, uh, you know, Argus and the, and, and the three other, uh, his three other siblings look a little bit troubled, but Argus steps up and he, he's like, ah, don't worry about us, everyone. We're pretty honourable dudes and uh, we'll help you with all of our strength that you need due to the helping uh, that you gave us before, as in getting us off this shit island. Uh, mm. But I'd be careful with our grandfather Aetes if I were you. Uh, this guy's super ruthless, and he's got a shit ton of warriors protecting his stash. I don't think it'd go down very well if he's, uh, you know, if you took his fleece. Uh, plus, there's bulls that breathe fire and dragon that guards the fleece. Uh, so it's, it's no tall order. But don't worry about us, though. We're on Team Jason for this one. You guys are good with us. And, you know, 
it's it's good because everyone, I'm sure the listeners as well, has forgotten all about the fire breathing uh, protector of the uh, fleece. Well, the fry, the fire breathing bulls, <laughs> and the dragon. Oh, right. that, that guards this fleece. I'm sure everyone's forgotten about that. Right. So a wave of anxiety, uh, you know, flows over the Argonauts as they probably remember that the quest that they're on is considered to be many uh, to be impossible. Like you could forget that shit. <laughs> Suicidal. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's at this point that Peleus, Peleus, the father of the future legendary warrior Achilles, he arcs up mm. and speaks cheerfully to Argus. Uh, and there's another mm. Apollonius quote. He goes, quote, Be not so fearful in spirit, my good friend, for we are not so lacking in prowess as to be no match for Aetes to try his strength with arms. But I deem that we too are cunning in war, we that go thither, uh, near akin to the blood of the blessed gods. Uh, wherefore, if he will not grant us the fleece of good <laughs> fleece of gold for friendship's sake, <clears throat> the tribes of Colchians will not avail him. Uh, so you know, strong words for uh, strong and reassuring words from Peleus. Um, but no. I can't help but notice his omission of the fire-breathing bulls and the dragon. He just left that out. Very much so. Left that out of the, the entire... Oh, them Colchian tribes won't bother us. Look, we won't talk about it until we see them. Yeah. What about that bull that breathes fire? And and the, the dragon. What? I didn't hear anything. Them bloody Colchian... The warriors, them human warriors, <laughs> they won't do shit to us. Yeah, but the bull... There's, Speak there's up, bulls. you're stuttering. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a dragon? Don't worry about that. We'll be fine. And everyone's... everyone's uh, they feel hardened in resolve. They're like, yeah, go Peleus. You said the right stuff. And so with that, That's right. the Argonauts, new and old, feasted throughout the night and now set sail on the winds, on good winds, at dawn, mm. leaving behind the island of Ares. As they sailed ah. past, yep, uh, as they sailed, they passed within sight of the dis- distant Caucasian mountains, stretching through, uh, sorry, which stretched through Georgia, Russia, and Azerbaijan. Were they In blue? The- what? <laughs> the Caucasian mountains, were they blue or yellow? Or were they any other colour other than white? Uh, no? Go on then. You know, the Caucasus Mountains. They're called Caucasian Mountains. Oh, right. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a famous mountain range. You're awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like, a Caucasian male is a, white ma- is, a, is a white person, right? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've heard that once or twice before. Okay, all right. Yeah, wait, like oh. when you... Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I'll just leave that bit out, will you? <laughs> God. No, it's in there now. It's in there. Yep. <laughs> and so this 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 famous mountain range of the Caucasus Mountains or Caucasian Mountains stretched through Georgia, Russia, and Azerbaijan. So it's like the eastern part of the Black Sea. So they mm. the uh, the Argo sails within sight of that. And as they passed, they heard the cries of the titan Prometheus. Prometheus. Now, Prometheus, other than being a pretty disappointing installment in the Alien franchise mo- uh, movie series. Excuse uh, me? Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Uh, yep. He's the unfortunate titan who stole fire from the gods' place on Mount Olympus and gave it to humankind so they could use it to cook food, bake clay, smelt metals, and all that shit. The stuff that makes, you know, civilization. Now, mm. what makes Prometheus and the No, look, I'm stopping you there. I will, I will let he speak ill of Michael Fassbender or any of his works. 
Oh, it's, it's, no. it's not. Uh, I, I will be entirely blunt with you. This is nothing <laughs> against Michael Fashbender. We, uh, we at a little history podcast are Michael Fashbenders, if you know what I'm saying. Wow. He's amazing. Uh, we do bend on the Michaels. Great man. But, uh, mate, that story, that there was a lot of stuff in that movie where you just like, what? Hey, guys. Pat from the future here. In our true little history podcast fashion, myself and Nick go off on a bit of a segue, uh, talking about the movies Prometheus, Armageddon, and Deep Impact, and discuss the logic which is exercised by those involved. If you want to fast forward to the actual story, then hit us up around 4 minutes and 11 seconds from now. Otherwise, enjoy the hilarity. Like... Think about the who's the the ginger guy who was like the uh, one of the one of the um, the engineers or, or the the um, bi- biologist or something like that. Uh, well, actually, he was a geologist. And as soon as something goes wrong, as soon as something yep. goes wrong, he's like, you know what? I'm a fucking psycho. You're like, what? Oh, that's right. How yeah. did you get cleared? How do you how do you get through some sort of psych and psych evaluation to get on a trip like this? As soon as something goes wrong, he's like, "I'm fucking it up now." You're like, what? <laughs> and they get onto this new this new planet. There's all this organic life around. They're like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take off your helmets. We're taking off our helmets. Oh, because there's oxygen there. Don't worry about pathogens and shit. Like all that stuff. They're like off with the off with the the, the the helmets, everyone. Oh, that air's fresh. What's that black shit coming at me? Oh, I'm worried now. And you're like, and that fucking guy who's like patting the snake, going, "Oh, you're a pretty beautiful looking snake." He's like, "I'm gonna eat your face right now, mate, because I'm a face eating snake, and I'm fucking doing doing that." Oh, that yeah. movie. <laughs> Look, I dare say, if you're going to disarm the movie in such a manner, you, you could probably do that with every movie ever, which has anything to do with yeah. sci-fi. Well, yeah, but like, it's like, uh, it's, it's some of those things you were just like, okay, so the, uh, at a point later on in the movie, we're like, okay, a few of our people have died from clearly something going on. You know what we should do? The only couple on the <laughs> ship. Yeah, yeah, what should we do? <laughs> we should have sex in the shower, like while everyone's dying around us. You're like, absolutely, we should do that. And then... <laughs> The old xenomorph comes and gives me the old, the old third third party treatment. The old tentacles. Like everyone that's on this, like the most important mission in human history to this point, is so yeah. unhinged. I'm quite right. Oh, God. Wait, I guess uh, you know if they're all like um, Dave from Sp- uh, 2001: Space Odyssey, it just wouldn't be as much fun. Yeah, if that movie. Were- <laughs> yeah, um, you just, just like I suppose if everybody was competent, uh, it'd be a lot. <laughs> yeah, harder. exactly. Yeah, yeah but everyone was just morons. <laughs> this is, it was bad. It was very. It was, <laughs> you, just, yeah. you, you came away from it going like, okay. That's why we're fucked as a species. It's like an apocalypse when they send some drilling people into space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys can drill in, drill in the ocean, can't you? Well, how do you feel about doing that on an asteroid no one's ever landed on before? <laughs> no, yeah, no worries. If, like, what about the guy, oh in the, in, the guy in the room? Is like, oh, wouldn't it just be smarter to train astronauts how to drill? <laughs> like, ah, oh, none of that. <laughs> Bruce Willis doesn't look like an astronaut, does he? <laughs> exactly right. Have you, he looks like a driller. Have you seen a Ben Affleck look like an astronaut? I don't think so. <laughs> so, so, just to reiterate, we're going to get some guys who know how to mine for oil and we're going to throw them into space, yeah? And then these, and they're going to land on this asteroid, right? 
and then they're gonna drill on the asteroid with some sort of like knowledge that you know to to know what's in there in store for. We we don't worry about like psych evaluations. Like we're not properly anyways, you know. Because and they're like, they're oh, they're, dr- they're drilling for oil on the asteroid, right? No, no, they're not. They're gonna drill down there <laughs> and drop a nuke. Because <laughs> that's can we just get someone who's just got a, a giant drill? <laughs> like someone who's good at flying a spaceship land on an area where it's going to be safe to do so and then just go for gold and drop a bloody nuke on the thing if that's going exactly. to be your plan oh well anyways there it is yes there it is yep. ah so where was I See, uh, yes, and- deep impact <laughs> deep, deep yeah. impact had it right deep deep impact they threw, they flew some very competent astronauts into space who uh you know sacrifice themselves because they knew that their emotions were not really that relevant and so they blew themselves up to destroy the last asteroid which was going to destroy the earth brilliant yeah that was lovely anyways as you were good on you elijah and back to the story okay so um yeah so prometheus (laughs) he stole fire from uh from mount olympus and gave it to humans to cook food bake clay smelt shit uh metals all that stuff that makes a society like he basically helped out humankind that way now what makes him the unfortunate fellow is once zeus catches wind of the fire theft he takes prometheus chains him to the top of a mountain where each day a ginormous eagle comes and pecks out his liver as punishment so god damn pretty bad right (laughs) i swear the most elaborate like ways of punishing people in 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 this mythological time well well well, it gets worse yeah. because uh, Prometheus right. happens to be immortal. So oh. after the bird, <laughs> after the bird gets in his liver, Prometheus's yeah. body heals itself, only for the eagle <laughs> to return the next day <laughs> and oh, have a God. crack at his liver again. So <laughs> it's on top of one of these mountains in the Caucasian yeah. mountains that Apollonius places Prometheus. As the crew of the, of the Argo sail past, they hear the cries yep. of Prometheus on the winds. Prometheus. I'm in a spot of bother. And so everyone's like, ooh, oh, that sucks for you, Prometheus. Anyway, push on. <laughs> ah! 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 <laughs> oh, it's rough, eh? Better catch that tide, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wind, wind's picking up. Come on, then. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Thanks for the fire. <laughs> Surprise ad break. And so, by the time, uh, sorry, by the skill and knowledge of the newly allied Argus, Argus. the Argo Argus. made it to the river Phasis in the uh, land of Colchis. So they reached the distant land of Colchis, everybody. Uh, Hooray! Brilliant. Uh, Hooray, we're here. Exactly, they're there. And the Argo's mast is taken down and stowed away, and the crew row the ship upriver. 
Uh, Jason pours from a golden goblet, honey and straight wine, none of that watered-down shit, uh, in mm. thanks to the gods and homage to their fallen comrades. And uh, Ancheus is in the ship's new helmsman. He's like, so uh, how are we going to go about getting this fleece anyway? Are we going to ask nicely for it or just like bust in and take it? And Jason's mm. like, ah... Uh, we need a plan. Good question. Let's hide exactly. <laughs> Let's hide this ship. Uh, you know, uh, you know, in in some reeds, and uh, and and we'll come up with a plan. Come up with something. This so giant the Argo, ship. Yeah. So the Argo is is anchored hidden in a shaded backwater and took counsel. Mm-hmm. So like, essentially, you got the main river and like a little backwater creek, like a little inlet. So they're like hiding the ship there, mm-hmm. just so they can plan what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so now at this point. We need to leave our heroes briefly and journey to Mount Olympus, the dwelling of the immortal gods. Because they have not been ignorant of the happenings of this story. You know, Hera blessings, Athena boat building and saving of the boat by the crazy smash time rocks and Ares and his crazy birds of Ares. They, they've, <laughs> they've been watching what's going on. Oh, we don't miss a thing, you bastards. <laughs> yeah. And it's Hera the wife of Zeus, chatting with Athena, the daughter of Zeus, who was famously born uh, from Zeus's head when he was cracked over the head with, I believe it was a hammer. Uh, she sprayed out of there. She's like, I'm Athena. So they, they, wow. it's Hera, yeah, Hera, and signifying that she is the, the goddess of wisdom. She was born from Zeus's Ooh. head, so she's all wise. Uh, but uh. It's, it's, it's Hera and uh, Athena, who are watching intently and now decide to have a bit of pri- uh, privacy from the other gods in Olympus. And they, they they go into their own little room and see what can be done to help Jason. And Hera asks yeah. Athena, So, like, uh, what kind of plan do you reckon? Should we, like, devise a plan where Jason will take the fleece from Aetes or, like, woo him with soft words? It's pretty hard because Aetes is a ruthless dick. This will be tough. What do we do? Just so I'm clear, Jason's used up all of his favours, hasn't he? There's no favours. There's no, like, the, you're oh. thinking of the movie. You're thinking of the Oh, right, dog-ass, freaking crept in. At no point has Hera presented herself as the goddess to Jason. Right. The only time Hera's okay. had any any talkings, dealings with Jason in this story has been when he helped yep. her across the river as an old bitch. So, like... Oh, uh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. so he, all he's done is helped some old lady across the river. And lost a shoe for his trouble. And she's like, you're a good that's boy. Right. Have a blessing. That's all that he... And that's he right. didn't even know it was Hera. He's like, oh, I just helped some old That's lady. right. That's right. I- I'm pretty yep, good. Yep, yep, yep. Quite right. And so the question Quite is right. question is had by Hera. And Athena replies that she too is conflicted with the options uh, that are there and can't decide on a course of action. And so the two mm. goddesses brood over the dilemma until Hera has the idea. She goes, I know what we should do. We should head over to Aphrodite's place, the goddess of love and beauty, and get her to enlist the help of her son, Eros. And we all know that Eros has a little bow that shoots love arrows. We should get him to chuff off over to the palace of King Aetes <laughs> and let loose one of his, his love shafts at the daughter of the king and make her fall in love with Jason. Her name's Medea, by the way. Medea. And I reckon if she falls head over heels for Jason, oh, then he should have achieved the fleece. And you're like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's the best plan you can come up with. Well, that's, that's, that's worse than most people would come up with. <laughs> you're gods. 
<laughs> you go. Maybe it could work uh, in a way. You get to the get to the king through his daughter. Like that's pretty cool. Like yeah, maybe. But the yeah. thing about Medea, quite tenuous still. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little. There's a lot of things. Yeah. It's pretty general. It's yeah. But anyway, yeah. Medea. She's a pretty important character though. And I'll shed a little right. bit more light on her in a tick. Uh, but right. anyway, for the plan, Athena's like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm the goddess <laughs> of wisdom. Uh, so I don't know anything about charms and working desire and shit, but I definitely <laughs> want to be a part of this. But you better do all the talking, though, Hera. I'm just going to be there. To <laughs> and, uh, and that's great. They've come up with a plan. They're happy. So that's the plan. And the two wily goddesses head over to Aphrodite's place and find the goddess of love. Uh, and beauty chilling on a couch brushing her golden locks ah, but upon seeing Hera and Aphrodite she bids them welcome and uh, for them to sit with her and she says and this is a quote from Apollonius oh my good friends what intent what occasion brings you after so long why have ye come, not too frequent visitors before chief among goddesses that thee are and Hera replies, all right, you bitch. We know you're mocking us. <laughs> but please, <coughs> please, give us a listen, because there's some shit about to go down. Like Jason and his crew are in Colchis trying to grab the fleece and take it back to Eolcus so Peleus gets ousted because he didn't give me my offerings. Now, I need Jason <laughs> to do it because he earned some mad points when he helped me across a river that one time. I was doing a test of righteousness, righteousness, and that kid blew off the charts. So anyways, I need your help in, in getting Jason sorted with that quest so he can find that place. What do you reckon? And the whole argument, uh, you know, <laughs> is laid before yeah. Aphrodite. <laughs> and uh, it sounds pretty petty when you look at it like that. Like pretty petty yeah. and pretty fucking small. You're like, uh, mate, <laughs> some king didn't give you offerings and a guy that led you across the river... Uh, did some righteous tests that he had no idea about, and now you're going to move the <laughs> the worlds of men. But such is the such is the workings of the gods, I guess. Yeah, uh, they're, they're a bizarre bunch, aren't they? Strangely yeah. petty. Well, yes. But anyways, uh, after all that comes out of Hera, Aphrodite is speechless and stunned by the energy and fervor of Hera's pleas. And Aphrodite's like, "All right, all right." I did drink a whole glass of sarsaparilla before and I was a little bit bitchy, but <laughs> let me make it up to you and help you out any way I can. My arms may be, make, may be weak, but I'll bring them to bear to help you girls in this endeavor. And Hera's like, uh, Apollonius quote again, she's like, oh, it's, it's not in need of might or strength that we have come, <laughs> but just quietly bid thy boy, as in Eros, to charm Aetes' daughter with love for Jason. For, if she will aid him with her kindly counsel, easily do I think we will win the fleece of gold and return to Iolcus, for she is full of wiles, as in Medea. But Aphrodite, when hearing this, she laughs and she goes, Oh, that kid's a little shit. He's more likely to listen to you than me. Oh, he has no respect for me and is a moody little bastard. I want to snap that bow and the arrows in front of him because he's a troublesome little shit. Uh, but these are my woes and they don't concern you. I'll take, I'll talk to him and give him the aid. I'll, I'll talk to him and get him to aid you, I will. And at hearing this, Hera gently takes Aphrodite's hand and tells her that if 
uh, she completes this task, then Eros will be a good boy. So Aphrodite is a little bit worried because Eros is he's a little bit moody and he just doesn't respect his mum. And so, mm. but uh, yeah, Hera's Hera's thinking, oh, if if she's able to do this, isn't if Aphrodite's able to do this, Hera can have a make sure that uh, Eros, you know, doesn't gives give or gives Aphrodite the the respect that she deserves as a mother. And uh, mm. with that, Aphrodite departs and heads off to find her son Eros to find him playing in the blooming orchard of Zeus. Yeah, Eros is playing, as in her son, is playing a game of dice with a mortal by mm. the name of Ganymede. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this mortal was taken. Familiar. He does. It's a planet. Oh, oh it's a, it's a, sorry. Where? It's a moon, I believe. A moon, I believe. Now, maybe it's a planet. Moon of Ganymede. Uh, get us in the get us in the comments, guys. I thought it was a moon, mm. one of the moons of Jupiter, but I may be wrong. Oh, discovered by Gal- Galileo at all? Um, no. Just possibly, possibly, perhaps not. Well, he did. He did I, I'm pretty sure Galileo was a patron of the Medici family, which a lot of those moons of Jupiter were named after. Well, Gal- yeah, Galileo basically, you know, brought us a lot of the night sky, didn't he? He did, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's too close, Galileo." Bring it yeah. back just a little you're bit. A, you're a you're a you're a, you're a heretic. So, you know, here, live like, a very lonely life. Oh, hope you like fire, Galileo. <laughs> the way you're talking. All right, taking away that telescope that you would have made. All right, and you're going to be ousted from community. I think. Yeah, I think yeah, like, he actually did get like he got excommunicated or something, didn't he? I think he Something's did. I think he. I uh, didn't. He? I thought in the end he got executed as a heretic because he just he was like, no, the earth is round. And there's stuff up there as yeah. well. They're like, burn him! The car be having this! Let me know Anyways. in the comments, guys, because uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on exactly that, but I'm fairly certain he did get um, uh, he did get executed in the end for heresy. Mm. Just like any woman in the Middle Ages who could do math. <laughs> Watch out, everybody! <laughs> uh, well said. Which? Which? It was terrible. Are you calculated? You are, must be a witch. <laughs> are, you, are you counting there? Count some more. Then they all burned. <laughs> We're great. Humans great. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Good. Good. Uh, you know. Good sex and gender. The, the males, aren't they? Oh, just uh, shit. Yeah. We're an awful. Dudes are shit. Dudes are shit. It's no, one, you know, uh, it's no wonder, like you know, in like in like say like that. I uh, was it like a uh, prey man is like just just. Kill, like to eat their heads, you know. The yeah. female just goes, "Yeah, you've done your part, mate. Get yeah. out." Thanks for the D, buddy. <laughs> you yeah. <die>. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, you can, I'm sorry, Mister. You can't survive. Well, you're an emotion. You're actually emotionally weaker than us, than us females, you know. And uh, and if if I give you any degree of power, it'll be abused. So you can just lose your head. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yep, bye yep. bye. And back to the story. Uh, and so when it comes to Ganymede, uh, he was taken, uh, he was a, you know, a mortal, as I said. He was taken from Earth by Zeus because of his, ex- his excessive good looks. Yes, I'm excessively good looking. Uh, Zeus is like, shit, mate. That dude is well spunky. I reckon I'm <laughs> going to grab him and take him back to my place so he can serve <laughs> as my cupbearer. And Ganymede's <laughs> like, I'm fine with that. That sounds lovely. Uh, and so he ends up working for the gods. Uh and it's, it seems like a good idea. Although it would be normally, yeah. but Eros seems to be beating uh, Ganymede's ass at a game of dice when Aphrodite mm. arrives. And Ganymede is looking pretty glum uh, at losing, uh, and he uses uh, the uh, the arrival of Aphrodite as the excuse to make his exit. 
And Aphrodite, mm-hmm. uh, Aphrodite's like, Oi, Eros, you weren't cheating the poor kid, were you? Oh, anyway, who cares? He's immortal. Who gives a shit? Anyway, <laughs> I've got the job for you. Uh, uh, and if you do it, I'll give you a special plaything. A golden ball, which Zeus played with when he was a youngin. <laughs> Lucky fella. It is exactly that, a golden ball. Uh, Zeus played with when he was a kid, and that's that's the that's that's the carrot that Eros needs, and he agrees uh, to lose one of his love shafts. Love shaft. Ugh, that didn't come out well. Um, <laughs> at at Medea, the daughter of King Aetes. Aetes, charming her to fall in love with Jason. Jason. And, uh, Eros <laughs> agrees, and he grabs his quiver and curved bow and flies down to the earth. <laughs> And I'm just going to pop this small little Apollonius quote. And beneath him there appeared now the life-giving earth and cities of mm. men and sacred streams of rivers. And now in turn mountain peaks and the ocean all around as he swept through the vast expanse of air. I just wanted to put that in there because it sounded it sounded very cool. Mm, it's very poetic, sir. That's coming down. And with Eros soaring off to launch one of his love shafts. Love shaft. Ugh, that still sounds bad. <laughs> So to bad. really say love shafts, no, oh, well shafts that no, I put that in there, but it's 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 yeah. it's essentially arrows, which is yeah. like another word for that is shaft to make people fall in love. So it's a love oh. shaft. It's quite a long bow you're drawing there, sir. <laughs> uh, yo. Uh, and now uh. Uh, with that, with love shafts uh, inbound en route. Get it? Uh, we. <laughs> Not really. Now, a lot of Aussies will get that one. Uh, And now turn back towards, or we turn back towards our heroes aboard the Argo. Argo. Uh, Mm. By the way, nobody on the Argo, nobody outside Olympus knows about this godly plan with love shafts and shit. Nobody knows about this except for the gods on Olympus who are. The parrot. This is unbelievable. (laughs) I can't believe it. I'm molting. Sorry, we've probably already done that joke, but all right. I, you I you have. That. It's great. It's just as no. good the first and the second time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we shoot back to the Argo, and Jason, Jason has now finished his deliberations and is addressing the crew. And Jason, he's like, all right, crew, I've uh, finished having to think about it. And it seems like we have two options, the ones that we talked about. Uh, that being firstly to walk up to Aetes for the f- and ask for the fleece out of friendship's sake. And that he's probably <laughs> sick of looking at it for so long. And he'll be glad to be rid of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> or we bust in. <laughs> we bust in there and we take it. Uh, are our only options. Like we can do the two things. Now, I know we've done pretty well when we smashed up our, our own allies, the Doliones, by accident. We uh, knowingly dismantled Amicus and those Berbrician dicks. Uh, plus, we gave those birds various a bit of fright, um, but I don't necessarily think we should try our arms against Aetes and his Colchian tribes. Uh, I reckon I'll take a couple of mates with me, uh, being the sons of Phrixus, or some of them being the sons of Phrixus, and we'll ask nicely for it. Uh, it's going to bode well that me returning with uh, some of the, the grandsons of Aetes, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go well. And... If he doesn't, as in Aetes, doesn't give it to us uh, straight away, I reckon some other sort of opportunity will present itself. Uh, what do you reckon? 
And uh, yeah, the whole crew's like, that's a great idea, Jason. Oh my God. No problems there. Bunch of yes men, aren't they? Let's leave it open to chance. <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, 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 I like the first option. There's only two options, are there? There's <laughs> only two options. <laughs> I'm a two option man. <laughs> it's two option time. I checked my watch. Like, there's two <laughs> options to do. It's, oh yeah, it's, but yeah, everyone, it, every, like the first option was so good. Everyone's like, yeah, but let's just see what happens. That sounds great. And so our hero, Jason, disembarks Diago with the sons of Phrixus, Telamon, and Augeas. Now, Augeas, whose name we haven't actually uh, spoken yet, he's, uh, he's a king of his own right, king of the aliens. And he, he's pretty rich, and he came along on this quest purely because he wanted to see the city of Colchis. So, like, an right. interesting choice. You want to grab some guy who's capable uh, or anything like that? He's like, I'm just a sightseer, everyone. Uh, yep. <laughs> August. <laughs> I want to see the city. Let me see the city. <laughs> so that's what, he's, that's what he wants to do. Grab some person who's like, but I suppose, I suppose he's a king, so uh, maybe he can chat to Aetis king, in a kingly fashion. Uh, but mm-hmm. still, it's an interesting choice of companions. Mm. Uh, so this small group journey towards AET City, reaching it with no fuss. There is like a small thing where they walk through this forest and they see how the Colchians like bury their dead, whilst it's not really burying. It's basically hanging corpses by their feet from a tree, of like from trees, like high up in the trees, because that's part of mm. the uh, part of how they how they how they how they treat or bury their dead. Well, they're oh, deceased. Okay. So it's not some sort of inhumane. Yeah, okay. it's a respectful, like a uh, almost like mummification. Well, not mummification, but just it's just the way in which they prepare the dead. Yeah, I mean, think about yeah. a lot of Near Eastern cultures. Um, they build massive towers and they place them up. It's kind of like towers, but like more. Uh, uh, damn it! Well, they're mausoleums, like big towered mausoleums. Yeah. Mausoleums where they place the the corpses up there. And uh, they, they dry out and uh, decompose in that way. And in that way, it's kind of given to the sky or something like that. Mm. So, Although in uh, this case, you know, they build the towers out of corpses. Corpse tower. Yes, we're terrible. <laughs> corpse tower. <laughs> Where do we put the corpses? On the corpse tower. Made of corpses. <laughs> the corpses falling down. The corpse tower's falling down. It's decomposing. We'll put it on the parts. It's not decomposing. It's all decomposing. It's corpse tower. It's better down there. There's only a bone left. <laughs> I'm a corpse now. There's too many corpses around. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they, they, they walk through that and uh, it's, it's a bit alarming to them. Uh, but hey. for like they're just like oh this is how these guys you know you know uh, treat their deceased it's 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 perfectly fine for them there's no disrespect or anything like that it's kind of just how they do it so that's sort of the only real thing that they sort of come across on their on their way to the city but as they make their way through the city Hera uh, wife of Zeus she's still keeping an eye on things she secretly dishes out <clears throat> a bunch of mist so that Jason and his crew can approach the palace of Aetes with no worries. Uh, and when reaching the palace itself, uh, the mist dissipates. So I can't nice. imagine, like, that's nice, Gohera, <clears throat> but I can't imagine, mm. like, really thick mist to, like, obviously cover the approach of Jay- Jason and his group. Imagine navigating your way through a city, like an urban landscape, with that shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. You're definitely lo- getting, taking some wrong turns. <laughs> you certainly are. Remember how we're looking for that giant castle where the king lives? 
Oh, I can't see through this mist. I oh, know. Let's just go in here. Yeah, just uh, whatever. <laughs> and that's another Nicholas Lee Murphy Brazler. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I was lost at there. This favour that some random god did for us that we didn't know about, this isn't really working out as well like we wanted it to. Like, sure, people can't see us, but we can't see anything. Uh, <laughs> hooray! <laughs> Fun. You know, it seems to work out pretty well. They've got their they they've got their sat nav or whatever on uh, because uh, <laughs> yep. The area is now, <laughs> yep, the area is now clear ahead and the heroes, our heroes, take in the sight of the palace of King Aetes with its courts, wide gates, uh, and columns, the whole shebang. It's a pretty awesome looking uh, palace complex. Mm. And now Jason, son of Aeson, is at the threshold of the home of the holder of the legendary Golden Fleece, Jason's mm. Quest. The plans of humans and gods are in place, and the die is now cast. What happens next? You'll have to find out <laughs> in the second season of a little history podcast. <laughs> Wait. Uh, we did. We did. Cop that. <laughs> we, did, we did trail off a bit, did we? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done, sir. Well. To use it. That's what all those segues cost us, guys. We lost, <laughs> we we lost it in the first season. <laughs> I think this was meant to be three episodes longer from memory, wasn't it? Initially? Oh no, it was never gonna never gonna be three episodes. Maybe four. Never. Not for all not for all the awesome little like Easter eggs and shit that we found in here. No, I suppose like, not. Uh, spoiler alert, Jason's still going to get home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's still, <laughs> still going to go back, everybody. Uh, wait, you've told, a, you've told a grand tale, uh, sir. I like it. What a cliffhanger that is. Well, yeah. I, I do have to give a little tiny apology because I know that I said in the interview uh, that I did that there would probably be about 40 episodes and uh, my brother Daniel, guest on uh, the Caledonian Boar Hunt, was it episode six, I believe it was? He, he uh, you know... Thanked, uh, reminded me of that so thanks Daniel uh, but I have uh, yeah, sim- uh, my final semester of uni kicking off in a couple of weeks uh, and I want to be fully focused on that one but uh, and, you know and uh, but be ready for season 2 coming later in the year uh, we're going to finish off Jason and the Argonauts uh, hopefully with Nick again uh, <laughs> yes. and we'll have a lot more other tales for yourselves uh, but yeah how, how do you reckon Nick what do you reckon of the uh, this, this story <laughs> The, the cliffhanger. Uh, I like. I like. I do like where you've left it, sir. It's it's straight out of Hollywood, and uh, you know I, I've, I've quite enjoyed all four episodes thus far. Um, like oh, I, five, five if you count this. Oh, five I, if you count this one. This is five. Four point one and four point two. Yeah, well, four point two. Oh right. Wait. This, this is, yes. Is. This is four point. Wait a minute. Four point one. Yeah. Yes. Good. So for, uh, last episode was four point one. And this one is 4.2. Holy Bandyland. Okay, right. So I'm one episode behind. Yeah. Um, there you go. Well, batter my egg. I'd say. Eggs battered. Um, mate, I'm quite... Uh, uh, I, I like. I, I do like it in terms of like just how I... You know, like I'm getting the... You know, I'm seeing more clearly now the, the, the picture you're painting much clearer than I saw of the movie, um, which has left... Is now the memory is dwindling a little bit more, so... <laughs> that's because the movie's completely... T- 
different. <laughs> it's so it's it's fine if you didn't read any of the like the history of it. You're just like, oh, this is Hollywood doing what Hollywood does. It's like, want to make this up now? Let's make up this. Now. It's made up. <laughs> We're doing this now. It's 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 very strange about how they go go about it, but. Anyone who's yeah, I do recommend anybody to have a look at it. I believe it's on Netflix at the moment. Uh, Jason the Argonauts, nineteen sixty-six. Well, actually, it was made in nineteen sixty-three. I think it's the only Jason the Argonauts film on there. Um, yeah, it's fun, and and as we said, the the um, the special effects on it are actually pretty good for the time. So. <clears throat> Give it that for it, uh, for anything, I guess. Too right. But uh, I wanted to I wanted to take this opportunity to thank all of my guests on season one. Thank you to you, Nicholas. Oh, but, uh, also, uh, also my brother Matt, who's done uh, a lot of the heavy lifting on these one. That guy loves sagas. Uh, to my sister Andrea, the uh, youngest brother Daniel. Uh, to Casey and uh, Matt Jenkins. Thank you all for being a part of it, and I hope to uh, I definitely hope sincerely that you guys jump on board for season two. Uh, as well as a whole new bunch of peeps, it's going to be super fun. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's been it's been super fun with yourself, Nick. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, what's happening with the Filthy Darlings these days? Uh, Apart from playing a, a fantastic show at the basement in uh, in Canberra last yes. night, uh, at time at the time of this recording, where we're coming off Nick's uh, awesomely uh, awesomely done and presented gig. Yeah, thank you, sir. Uh, mate, no, not really. Like we're you know we're. Just go and look at our Facebook is probably the most up to date thing. We've we've got we've released a new video, uh, which has gotten some good traction and uh I'm quite happy with that. It's quite a wacky, cool video. The song's called Now That You Know. And uh Dope you you'll you've uh, had uh, you know, a person a personal hand in this song um, back in the day when Now That You Know. Oh well done, Why sir. Why don't you stay? Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, you remember. <laughs> have you have it's you listened a, to the song? It's a lovely little I have, I have. I was impressed. I think so. That was that was good fun. It's a, it's it was nice to see it um, evolve and become what it has. Indeed, thank you, sir. Um, anyway, so yes, no, just you know, we're continu- continuing on. We're just going to keep doing stuff, and it's good fun. Great. Well, check it out, guys. Yes, the filthy darlings shall enlighten your wallets, I guess, because it's free. So <laughs> there you go. That's my uh, two cents on the matter. Wow. <laughs> he writes his own lyrics, everyone. <laughs> 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 well said. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, okay. Well, yep. That's excellent. Check it out, guys. The Filthy Darlings uh, Facebook page. Check out The Filthy Darlings on Facebook. Uh, and this is uh, my last reminder of the season for uh, for you listeners out there to follow and review the show any episodes that you've listened to please uh, and even in the past head back and hit that like button it is um, it's, it's 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 lovely I love I love that and it's super helpful for the show and it gives me a great indication of how we're tracking and what you guys are into uh, and also as always feel free to get us, get us in touch via a little history podcast at gmail let us know what's going on and what uh, what we missed out in this first season if there's anything that you want us to uh, to continue I know I need to finish off Jason the Argonauts I'm considering continuing um, the Nibelugendlied 
the solo retelling of that. I do need to finish the story of Theseus. I left Matthew Jenkins on uh, on the cliffhanger, very similar to uh, the one I left Nick on with this nice. one. But there's lots of stories I want to cover. And let us know which, uh, what stories you're interested in, in hearing on Little History Podcast for Season 2. Uh, but with that, we leave it there. 31 and done. Uh, it's been great. Thank you for joining, Nicholas. Thank you, sir. No, thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, yes, it's been it's been great. I do appreciate every guest that I've had on because it's time out of out of their days and their schedules. Um, and uh, I, do, I do appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Yes. The feel- feelings are Lovely mutual, too. sir. And they are, you've constructed a wonderful thing here, sir. And I, I, I sincerely look forward to season two. As do I. As do I. It should be fun. but and, and I hope that all you listeners do as well. But yes, we'll leave it there and uh, we'll catch you uh, for season two. But I will say we are going to do uh, be doing some sort of bonus episodes during the, the, the main break. I'm going to be doing some collaborations and uh, some guest spots and on uh, on another podcast but also uh hopefully we'll try and get a couple of ex- extra rewatches happening that funky stuff but there'll be stuff going on so keep an eye on the um on the socials on the instagram and the facebook but yeah and and if you get bored re-listen to the whole series again <laughs> it's just as good listening to it multiple times y'all uh but yes uh i'll leave it there and um you guys be well and uh, we'll catch you next time on the little history podcast bye-bye bye-bye Ah, there it is. Thanks for listening to A Little History. Uh, We're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing A Little History today. Uh, And feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to alittlehistorypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under A Little History Podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.